Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We're talking about if the crash is happening. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Price.com, guys. Price is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail campaign marketing campaigns. Price provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail. Price your data, analyze over 1 million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready-to-mail campaign list. So head on over to Price.com forward slash Casual Fridays, R-E-I, to start your seven-day free trial and get discounted prices today. That's P-R-Y-C-D.com forward slash Casual Fridays, R-E-I. Happy Friday, sir. Ooh, happy Friday. Man, it doesn't feel like we just went on vacation for a week. Like, I feel like I have not left, and we have been pedaled to the metal since the last time we spoke to everybody here. Really? Yeah. Like, I do not feel one bit relaxed. I do not feel <laughs> one bit back in the calm. I feel like I'm getting my ass handed to me with just stuff happening. Just business, business, business. You may not know this, but last night I left at 7 from the office, and I was back at 7 this morning again working, and I'm still behind. Jeez. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, what's keeping you going? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Maybe it's this crash that we're, everybody's doom and glooming about, and it seems to be the common topic today on two consulting calls. I think yesterday you had that on a few accountability calls through Masterclass was, are we in the middle of this? And you even brought up the point yesterday. It's like it's kind of eerily feeling like 2008, 2009 to you. Yeah, it really does. And I, you weren't the only person I've said that to, but like, uh, I go, oh, I keep thinking like, this feels so much like 2008 to me because back in 2008, when I was doing, you know, real estate was going really well. Um, uh, just like things are right now, like everything's still going well, moving quickly. All you heard was this talk about recession, mm-hmm. impending doom and all this other stuff. Right. Uh, and at the time I was thinking, or I remember people saying home uh, home sales are sl- slowing and they can't do all this stuff. And at the time, I remember thinking, "Who are these people? Yeah, like, what, my business is going perfect. Like killing like, it right now. I, I must I'm so be so rich. I must be a genius." <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it took about a year before all that talk, whether or not it was really a recession coming, everyone's talk just like yeah. scared everyone, I, I guess. And I mean, it, obviously, it did happen, but. When it finally hit a year later, I was not prepared because I thought, mm-hmm. you know, and that nothing was going to happen. I was just killing it. And so that's why, I like, now I'm trying to be more self-aware of things is like, okay, everyone is talking about a slowdown and mm-hmm. recession and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be ignorant to think that it's not going to happen. Yeah, and I, I think it's a good point is you keep hearing it, and if it's said enough, and it's been being said for a while now, and – it is true the indicators are showing that we're continually slow. The economy's slowing. We're, the inflation's going up. We're, we're seeing Fed raise rates. We're, the, the weird thing for me is we're based on the deals we buy, right? We, we make our money on deals that we get in off direct mail or uh, on market that we're going to force appreciation on or text messages or whatever that, that medium brings it into us. And I would say right now we keep throwing deals into escrow on the buy side, and I'm looking at myself going, should I pump the brakes? Or should I continually just dump as much cash as possible into dirt, knowing that we have built our our lifestyle and our my 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 finances in a way that I'm okay to run out on cash? Now, if the U.S. dollar collapses, and I, I think we're probably all fucked, mm-hmm. but if the U.S. dollar does not just collapse and disappear, 
I should be able to pay my bills for the next two to three years with no problem and still be sitting on a healthy amount of dirt there, amount of assets that are that are what I consider quality assets with good access, good topography, not flood zone, not wet, not wetlands, just great pieces of property sitting in, in good old rural America. Yeah. Well, I think the things you said there were all important. It's like how you built your business is mm-hmm. to, to withstand all of that. Um, paying cash yeah. for land. Um, you know, you're, you said you're financially stable. Like all that stuff matters. But, yeah. you, you know, not everyone's like that. And what really scared me was when those three huge banks shut down the other day. Yeah. I mean, that's so very eerily familiar <laughs> to 2008, right? And then I read there was like another 180 banks like threatening. Right? You you said that, and I, I didn't realize it had gotten that bad where there was 180 on the verge. And, you know, I I'm, I often ask myself, maybe conspiracy theorist, maybe it's my foil hat getting in the way, is that what what's happening and why would we do this? Is there, is there a, some kind of fund that we're trying to enact to pull more cash out the FDIC insurance that you saw that people with over $250,000 deposits. Now they're, they're, they're saying, Hey, all your money's covered. Now we're just going to spread it out amongst a bunch of bunch of banks. But if you have 180 banks that are getting ready to fail, I don't know if my money's safe and spread across 200 other banks. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask me to quote that, but I've read it, you know, yeah. and I, I, I immediately thought, well, I wasn't scared about my bank shutting down. Yeah. But then I started noticing every bank that I have money at, they started sending emails. So I was like, you're hey, safe. Yeah, you're, you're safe. Protected. You're safe. And I was and I started putting it all together. I was like, okay, well, like maybe it's a whole lot bigger than we thought. Yeah. If those banks go down, if the government steps even well, even if they do step in, they create hyperinflation by printing all this yeah, money. I, again, that's I so I, I, I try to look at what I can control. I try to look at what, what we're doing is do you do for if if I'm Justin, I'm sitting in the driver's seat, do I continually take a couple million dollar loans out on forced appreciation deals? In, in rural America, or do I say, hey, let's let's stop that for a second. Let's go cash into some of this stuff. And, you know, our core business for years has been the bass boat property. I don't think that goes away. I think that's still there. Now, you may not sell as fast, but if I can buy, because our leads are blowing up right now off these mailers, they're saying, hey, give us an offer. Because I think people are wanting to hoard cash right now. I, I believe that. And this land to them is not, not uh, it's not a, a cash flowing asset. It's a way to get some cash in the bank and make them feel a little bit more secure with themselves. So, by by them doing that, it's telling me, okay, do I follow the crowd, stockpile cash, or do I or do I do with like what Buffett would say is do the opposite of what the crowd's doing. Go buy assets. Go buy this cash asset assets at discounted prices because these people are scared. It's you know, blood in the street, you know, make it worthwhile. Yeah, pumping the brakes for all of us is, is not an option, right? Okay. Because we still, I mean, completely okay. slamming yeah, the brakes. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was, I was, I was, I was going to have you explain that yeah, to yeah, me a little. Yeah, Go yeah. deeper into that because yeah. I want to I follow what that means. Yeah, what I meant was slamming on the brakes okay. and stopping everything. Just stop everything. Yeah. That, that, Don't panic. That, Well, panicking and slamming on the brakes is what I'm saying. That's not okay. an option for us. Okay. Because we all got to make money still. Okay, yeah. All right, but being more conservative and how you do things has got to pick up. And okay. You've got to have those thoughts. Okay. Maybe none of this actually happens. Yeah. Maybe this is all just, you know, smoke in the air. Mm-hmm. But you'd be dumb to not take it to heart and think about, okay, what if it happens and how am I prepared and insulated for this? Yeah. I think that's a great question is can you can you stop not selling anything in your business today and last for six months? Can you last for three months? Can you last for six? Can you last for a year? Can you go two years, three years? What does that number look like for you? Because that's what you're competing against. And if you can only last three or six months and it goes to that, are you able to dig yourself back out of that? Do you fire sell some of the, the land that you bought? 
or do you have inventory to fire sell? I mean, we had lunch with a, a one of our one of our clients today that you know he said he's had a hell of a year. He sold twenty two properties. He's he's bought twenty five. He's got three left in inventory. Well, if those three aren't enough to cover the bills, if his cash flow wasn't where it's at, what kind of situation would he be in? Mm-hmm. And so those are kind of things you have to ask yourself. And I think it's a I think it's a great time to have the drill. And go ahead and sweep the corners and look what your business needs to run, whether you have leverage out. So for us, we have you know, loans in Carlsbad. We have loans in Bosque. We have loans in, for me in Missouri. Do, what's my runway on those? Did I raise enough money to cover the payments for one year? So does that take me to the end of year two before my next payment's due? And if it goes further than that or is it shorter than that? And then what do I need for my personal side? How much money do I have sitting there? And then the internal operating cost of business. You know, i got to pay Peyton. i got to pay... The services, what kind of cash do I need to have on hand to last six months, a year, and, and does that ready to go? And then do I have another lever to pull in the event that, that's not there? I think that's a fair drill for everybody to do in right now in this current market. Yeah, I would agree. And then make that outline for the, the future, too, because like, we're not going to stop doing subdivides. Yeah. Maybe they might not be multi-million ones, but there's a, as we've talked about a lot, especially inside the master classes, like, there's a ton of money to be made on these yeah, hundred thousand dollar, two hundred thousand dollars subdivide. That's, you, right? you, that's a perfect one. We we just we got HUD statement came back today on one. We're paying a hundred thousand. I think it's hundred one thousand dollars after closing cost, and we'll split it up, and it should bring somewhere around four hundred thousand back. Mm-hmm. One of those a year, you're still living extremely well. Mm-hmm. So especially like you said, we raised the money up front for one year's of payments, which technically will give you two years. Well, yeah, this one, the, yeah, on on that one, this is all cash. Yeah. It's not it's not even a loan. So it's it's we're. If it, if it doesn't materialize tomorrow, it's not going to hurt us as mm-hmm. long as the other business expenses are covered. Mm-hmm. But other things, right? If yeah. we're talking about like being secure, right? We raised that money up front. And yeah. So you, you insulate yourself with that. But then you go pay cash for like your bass boat properties. And all of a sudden, okay, things get a little easier. You're not as worried about something happening. So if you were one of the listeners listening today, are you scared or are you, what, what should you be feeling right now? I don't think scared is the word, but okay. I think you need, well, I'm drawing a blank on the word, but it's not scared. It's like you need to be open your mind up and start okay. start running drills and putting I, things in place. And I, I think for me, if I'm the guy that's sitting here listening to this, you need to be on the edge of your seat right now and ready to attack. Like you, this is this is the stuff that you were made for as an entrepreneur. You can't sit back in the recliner going, oh, well, you know, the government just fucked me here going hyperinflation. You know, you can't say that to yourself. You got to say, hey, like you said, run the drill, understand what you have and be honest with yourself. Don't sell yourself a load of bullshit and say, oh, I'm per- perfectly fine for... For days and days, you know, hey, this is the real number. I am good. I have a runway. It lasts me six months. I'm competing against that number every day that I go into the office today. And that's the thing that scares me for a lot of people is they don't know what that number is. They've not run that drill, and they haven't been that disciplined with themselves. And discipline may be too light of a word. Like, you haven't cut the bullshit with yourself to actually do it. So I'm telling you, after you're listening to this today, cut the bullshit with yourself. Figure out how long you can run for if shit hits the fan. And start competing against that. There you go. That's it. That's all you need to hear. Okay. All right. Well, if you like it, as always, just favor go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe. Then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening. Like, review, and subscribe. So, appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.